Um, I actually went to CrossFit Sydney. I went to do the class and they had thrusters and they gave me an empty bar. Couldn't handle it. So they gave me a stick. So I did the thrusters <laughs> on a stick. To the point. We get to the point. Hi, Legends. Dallas from To The Point Podcast here. Today we sat down with Miss Harriet Roberts. We discussed the 2020 CrossFit Games, chasing waterfalls, and being a dog mum. This is an awesome one. I really enjoyed it, and I hope you do too. Let's get to the point. Harriet Roberts. What up? How are you, legend? Very, very well. First things first, congratulations on a very unusual CrossFit Games for 2020. Yeah, wow. I, know, I know it feels so long ago now. Were you expecting that to happen? No, I don't think so. I don't think anyone was expecting the season to look like that, were they? So just um, go back through that. How did you actually qualify for this year's CrossFit Games? I feel like that's a good question because no one knows that I actually qualified in the first place. <laughs> it was back in, it must have been in December, um, and that was at the Pandaland CrossFit Champs in... Was it? It wasn't in Shanghai. It was in oh, random place in China. I can't even remember the name of it. Was that the same? Um, the same one that Khan qualified in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome. Um, yeah, we both actually just decided to do it together because um, yeah, we literally had done the whole season together as Project X, and then wanted to do one indie camp uh, comp to just round up the season, and we jumped in on that one just the last chance before the end of the year and yeah it was great it was Cause, awesome because 2019 was a, a massive year um in crossfit for obviously you know yourself and, and kp uh, jess uh swanee um you know going into that team environment obviously the rules and the and the, and the, the parameters changed where you didn't have to be a part of an affiliate and you guys yeah. had a stellar stud team um obviously you guys had a lot of fun you could tell from from the social media stuff um what was the the driver to go? All right, you know, uh, we've done this cool team thing. Let's go to China and and do an indie comp. <laughs> it's so random. Yeah, it was random. I think um, the team thing was awesome, and like you just said, we had so much fun. It was, I, yeah, probably one of my best years competing yet in, in regards to just socially. Uh, I, we probably didn't train as much as we should have and we all realized that we're probably better individual athletes than we were team athletes <laughs> or we almost had too much fun together and we're too close of friends that we did some other team stuff with other people afterwards and probably competed and did a little better so I think after that it was just time to go back and and we'd done the team thing and it was time to jump in on an indie experience and this one literally just popped up before the end of the year so we were like let's take this opportunity to to go to this but I also didn't want to do it alone so I could still take my teammate there <laughs> and then kind of be like kind of be doing it together but not so yeah. yeah he was still there to help me along the way yeah no it's super cool and and for for those who don't really know the sport of CrossFit um it it, it is a very big individual sport like the stuff that you guys see out on a regional floor or on, on the games um, is the end result of days, hours of normally alone training, um, you know, by yourself or, you know, if you're lucky enough to have a good, you know, training partner or crew. A lot of this stuff is done suffering in silence uh, on your own. So it would have been super cool to then have, you know, three or th three other people who knew what that feels like and to actually enjoy like obviously you enjoy training otherwise you wouldn't be doing it for as long as you've done it 
but the fact that you could actually have this really cool social side to a very very individual sport um, as I said it, it, it resonated in trans it, it resonated from your, your socials and it looked like you guys actually had a lot of fun doing what you guys love yeah 100 percent. and i guess um that's the thing is is we don't get that opportunity to train with people all the time and and being able to come together and do that was so exciting <laughs> that we might have got a little distracted by that experience itself because we're so used to just yeah get it, putting your head down and getting work done that the one it was all four of us would be like what are we doing today we should do this all this all this all this <laughs> and there was just uh yeah there was so many ideas flying around and so much to get done that we were probably not as efficient as and, we could have been <laughs> and very and i know all four, all four of you quite well um all quite similar in terms of very chilled um but you know obviously get after it and savages but a really really cool dynamic because there wasn't like an alpha or a real you know kind of big personality all four of you like swanee khan yourself jess all very very chilled people so do you think that dynamic worked really well because of that for some stuff i mean like when we're you know going out for a drink the night before a competition it worked real well (laughs) (laughs) but when it came to competing it was um sometimes hard for us to find one of us that was ready to step up and and take that sort of that lead role or or you know direct us in in a workout so i think we struggled with that a little bit um because, and as well, we're all just, we know ourselves so well because we've all done CrossFit for such a long period of time. We know what's good for us and what isn't, and it might not be great for the other person or, it, yeah, so it was a little bit tough in regards to that. And we are so, sort of laid back, so we'll be like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. And then everyone <laughs> just says that and you never get anything done. It's like when you're trying to decide with your partner where yeah. you want to go for dinner and they're like I'm easy you're like that doesn't help anything yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no you do uh, I guess um it, it is cool from that dynamic because obviously it's it is super easy but you kind of do need someone to go right this is where we're doing this is where we're going this is how we're doing it this is what we're eating or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no. well yeah and that's it I think Swanee ended up stepping up into that role which like that was amazing we really needed that and then Rob helped us out a little bit as well so that was good um, but yeah, like even you just said and what we're eating, it's hard because we all have things that work for us individually, but don't work, um, for us as a team or for the other people. So there's Khan eating like donuts the day before a competition <laughs> and he's losing weight. And there I am eating like seven donuts and I'm way too heavy to do one pull up. So, um, it was definitely interesting in regards to that. Yeah. Calm Porter, you're a bit of a you're a bit of a freak, my friend. So damn it. Um, yeah, god damn it. Um, there I am weighing hundred kilos on the, <laughs> on the <calm> floor. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, as I said, you know, congratulations on qualifying. Was that your first year qualifying as an individual for the games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. first year, which I mean, <laughs> ended up with a little bit of a dud, which is a bit of a shame. But hey, like I'm just stoked I, I did it in the first place. So one big thing for um for for KP was obviously you know. I think it was his six, maybe six or fifth CrossFit individual games yeah. qualifying. Um, and a big thing for him was um, it was a super cool situation and scenario for him to be in his gym with the people who don't usually get the opportunity to get over and, and support him because of work commitments and stuff like that. So yeah. he said it was a, a really cool experience from that perspective. Obviously, as you said, bittersweet because it's yeah. like you wanted – that ability to walk into that arena at Madison and yeah. get on that O course and you know yeah, stuff yeah, like that. 100%. So, um, 
and the the goal still the same for for, for 2021 yeah it's um I, I guess it's just kind of changing as the season evolves and as they announce different things that are happening I definitely know that the the whole experience of um, competing alone in the gym wasn't super up my alley. And if everything ends up being online, I would rather think about like traveling Australia, traveling New Zealand or seeing, I guess, how far we are allowed to travel and doing competitions sort of face to face. I prefer to do something like that than have to do it alone in my gym. If there's a couple qualifiers, that's totally cool. But I'd rather kind of put my head down work and then like make 2022 even bigger so um i still want to get out there and get some stuff done but if it's yeah if it's a crossfit games online um yeah we'll see but i think hopefully i mean everyone says that by then we'll be able to have a a slightly different experience and yeah and um because new zealand is your obviously your native country yeah um you know thanks for saying obviously because people forget yeah well yeah look, as I said, you know, it's it is because uh, obviously we you know crossfit active crossfit athletic you know you've been a core staple part of the australian crossfit you know scene for such a long period of time um you know as a as a female team and and as an individual um have you seen more of australia than new zealand probably yeah I only ever traveled because I didn't even grow up in New Zealand for that long I grew up in Singapore and then I've only traveled um New Zealand when I was a kid going home for Christmas and stuff like that so I haven't yeah I I probably have spent a bit more time traveling around Australia than anything and especially now right so um but I mean that's that's everyone you never go see what's at your front door so um yeah do you you think at some stage in your life you will you know, migrate back over to the land of the long white cloud or, or is Australia base for you now? Um, no, I definitely like to go back. I definitely live there again, 100%. Yeah. Um, but for, for now, I'm, I'm pretty happy in Oz and um, I enjoy the warmer weather. <laughs> um, me and my partner are already talking about moving further north so we can get some, some more heat. Um, but yes, and... Yeah, but we'll definitely go back at some point. Also something I wanted to, to, to touch on, um, you know, life changed a, a lot for you. Um, you know, you're a, you're a, a dog mum. Um, Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, preach. It's the best thing in the world. Uh, and then also, you know, you've got a an epic um, adventure and, and life partner in, in Mitch as well. And yeah. it's it's a really nice thing to, to see two people like just going after it and getting after it with life with the natural things that we have in this world like not everything has to be about going to manhattan or going to paris like you know you and mitch are just out there getting after it in you know the bush finding waterfalls and it actually like you know watching you guys when you're away last time um when you're up in byron i was like what the fuck am i doing with my life like why does everything (laughs) have to be so big and you know has to be you know i have to go to boston or i have to go to, to la or to newport and you know, here, you know, you two guys are just getting after it in these awesome waterfalls that yeah. are like, you know, six hours away. I'm, yeah. I, had, I, I literally had to check myself and say to Lucy, like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Well, I, hopefully that's one of those things that, you know, COVID has been bittersweet about is the fact that you can, um, yeah, now adventure in your backyard. But that's exactly what we try to do. Like, there's so many people who, like, I walk into the gym and I coach here at the Mona Gym and they're like, how are you here you were just you know in the middle of nowhere last week and you're all over the shop and uh, like that's exactly what I would do uh, an adventure a week like why yeah. not like just go somewhere be somewhere that like 
even uh, living on the northern beaches in Sydney, just trying to go to a different beach every single time, every single weekend. And yeah, yeah it's been amazing. And we, it's not just now, but we forever want to do that and just keep adventuring. And yeah, yeah super, if we can take the dogs, even better. <laughs> super, super cool. And, you know, as I said, you know, it really made me check myself and go, <laughs> like, even where I live now, like, I'm surrounded by beauty. Yeah. And here I am always being fixated on. Oh, you know, we've got to go to Morocco. Yeah, it's got to be grand. Yeah, hundred percent. Where it's like, hold on a sec, I don't even need to leave. Like, I'm surrounded by probably one of the most beautiful bushes and and waterways in the whole of Australia, probably if not the whole of the world, Lake Macquarie. And it's like I can see it from my fucking balcony. Yeah, and you need to just get out there, hey. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I'm totally with you. It's just about. Even my friend bought me the most amazing book, and it's called. something like the places we swim and it's like one of those coffee table books where it yeah. just sits and like you can literally open a page and it will tell you like a mad waterfall a mad dam a mad um quarry that you can go find and then like within two hours of sydney we'll just like open the book and we're like we're going there today that's so, sick yeah um, that's yeah, so cool it's been awesome yeah well um uh the quarries like when you guys were up north i was like these guys are savages they're like, they're like ninjas climbing over these fences and then these these water holes you end up in i was like fuck that's so dope so good so dope. We've been loving it yeah it's been awesome and you never know they're there until you start discovering you start getting deeper and deeper into the into the world of I don't know, the internet and find all these <laughs> undercover sort of spots. It's amazing. Or coffee table books. Yeah. Um, and, you know, your, your partner, Mitch, um, based in Goulburn, you're obviously based here on the Northern Beaches. Yeah. Um, how does that work? Because <laughs> I, I know you do, I, I normally talk to you on your, on your travels when you've got reception <laughs> and it's, you know, kind of when we bro down. Um, uh, you know, how's that work? And obviously you, you guys said that you do want to migrate north, um, you know, for the for the warmer weather and, um, you know, for the landscapes and, you know, attractions or whatever else. But, you know, how did this all come together? Because, you know, it's 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 crazy. Yeah. Like Sydney, I thought Sydney and Newcastle was crazy for Lucy and I, but <laughs> Goulburn to, to, yeah. to the Northern Beaches? No, it's been, it's good. I mean, we met in Bali, so it was probably just luck that he didn't live in Melbourne or something like that. So <laughs> yeah, it's not as bad as, as it could have been. But, I mean, it's added probably a lot more balance to my life. I... I'm only coaching, um, like I kind of cram all my coaching to two, three days a week. Um, so I'll spend two or three days in Sydney and then I will drive down to, to Goulburn and spend the rest of the week there or vice versa. He'll come up and down and then I've been able, like lucky enough, he happens to be a builder and I've been able to work with him down there. And I love interior design and, and building houses and it's amazing getting on the tools. I'm like, hey, I'm fit. I can I can <laughs> I can lift some some timbers if you want me to. So like, hey, I can use that opportunity to to get out and, and do something different. So I mean, it's been awesome. Yeah. Um, you get sick of the driving, don't get me wrong, but yep. that's when I call someone and then they're trying to hang up the phone and I'm like, so what else have you been up to? And <laughs> they're like, shut up. And I'm like, because I still got two more hours to drive. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> the, well, yeah. the, the cool the cool thing about this is um, is I've got the uh, absolute honor and pleasure to um, to manage you and thank you very much for being a part of um, being a part of my team and the start of something that was brand new and you know it hadn't had anything and you put your uh your trust in me to 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 help you and benefit you as as an athlete and not just that you know like you know i'm the type of guy that you know if i call you a friend or you're a part of my family i'll do anything for you and thank you yeah um but um the, the the thing is is that 
we were speaking and I said, Has, tell me five brands you would really like to work with. <laughs> and Has goes, Makita, bro. And I go, why is that? And he's like, this bitch builds. <laughs> I wanted to think real big. Yeah. And, and it's funny, I reached out to the um, I reached out to the marketing and brand director of Makita. Um, I think I showed you the screenshot yeah, yeah. of it um, on, on LinkedIn. And obviously no opportunity at the moment because... Um, what I found actually with a lot of you know bigger companies that are based in Australia, their marketing budgets are shit. So you actually have to go direct to the source anyway, whether it be America or, or whatever else. But this is why Dallas is a boss because yeah. he goes straight to the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, go straight to the top, and we'll get on to, to Chad Nelson from Yeti in a minute. But I actually, uh, actually, when I messaged the um, did the intro to um, I forget his name, the guy at Makita, and I was like, I've got this awesome athlete, Harriet Roberts. She's you know. CrossFit Games athlete, um, she's super cool, gets after life. Um, and when I asked her five brands that she'd like to, to work with and sees an ethos and lines up with her and her lifestyle, uh, Makita was number one. And, and I, I repeated the same thing in the in the, um, in the the message column was, how's why Makita? Because this bitch builds, bro. And the guy, the guy from Makita was actually so cool. And he was like, wow, that is actually amazing. And something, you know, we will, we could chat about in the future. Obviously, no opportunity now. But um, it, it is super cool and unique to to work with someone as, you know, like you're so different. And it's not just, oh, yeah, I want to work with Rip Curl or Billabong. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you do have this Branch really, out. Yeah, really cool, like unique personality and way of life, which oh, is super good. sick. So, I like it. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> But yeah, look, it's a, it's a cool thriving for adventure lifestyle that you guys have. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, we spoke about this earlier. My dog's changed my life in terms of like grounding me as a human, actually wanting me to be a dad. Um, and, you know, how long have you had Kai for now? He's a year old. A year old. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, what was the first eight months like? Because the first two months was bad. I was like up all night just th- oh, yeah I felt like oh, he was a bit of a shit but you know what he's a very good dog he doesn't chew stuff he never he never barked the first day I got him I took him to the gym and just made him sit outside and wait for me because I was like this is gonna be your life sometimes bud um and then my partner also has a, a dog a, a big bulldog and he just kind of like followed in his footsteps he's pretty chill so yeah I, it's been bloody amazing because they teach you um the one thing that that Ron and Milo taught me and um, something that I never really had in my life was unconditional love was like it didn't matter what time of the day you get home no matter what they're just like oh what are we doing dad like what are we doing and it's there's nothing like it you get home from a shit day or you know you've had an argument with someone or someone's cut you off in traffic or whatever else you get home and you just see that face and it's like they don't care. They don't yeah. care whether you're doing a shit, whether we're going to the park, <laughs> driving, and they're just like, I just want, I just want to be with you. Yeah. <laughs> He's good. He's like, um, if I leave him for like two minutes, I've done my shit. <laughs> and he comes, he comes out. He has a massive teddy bear, and he holds this huge teddy bear in his mouth and walks towards you, and he's so proud. And he does that every time you leave the the house for for two minutes. You come back, he brings you the bear. Yeah. You wake up in the morning, he brings you the bear. He's just so stoked to to bring you over a toy, and you're like this must just be the best life just yeah. and he's just so happy to provide for you and that's that love it's oh it's so good and it is cute like uh, my um my heart melts like whenever i see your videos and he's got the big bear in his <laughs> mouth i'm just like oh. and uh, and like yeah we've got chocolate and the black and you know we've got the the, the white or the gold one to get 
hopefully Lucy lets me get lets <laughs> me get one. Hopefully, maybe after the baby. Please. Um, yeah, but I said, you know, I'd, I want to. I want. I would love a golden retriever. Yeah, there's just something about the them. Um, yeah, the Labradors and the and the golden retrievers. But there's something about a golden retriever. They're just they're just such a beautiful dog. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, they're the best. How does he go traveling? Is, is he pretty just climatized to it now? Yeah, and like especially if I'm driving uh, forward and back from Goulburn, he'll just sit in the back of the ute and has a nap and then wakes up, sticks his head out, he loves it, he's fine. Yeah. So I think as well, I've just, I like, I've heard people say that dogs get car sick and stuff. I'm like, oh shit. Um, <laughs> but he's been he's been great. Like he loves it. He'd, he'd rather be there than, than you know, stuck at home by himself. Yeah. So Being um, minded by someone. Yeah, yeah. so he's he's fine. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm very lucky. Everyone says how well, well behaved he is. So. He's so well behaved. <laughs> even um, I, when I gave him a pat and, you know, has gave him commands and it was like, you didn't have to like raise your voice or anything like that. It was literally boom, sit, boom, lay down. And he just sat You say that now and out. then he goes to the dog park and he just absolutely loses his mind. <laughs> well, that's his, that's his time to be um, to be a dog, right? Yeah. It's the same as like, you know, um, my, my boys, as soon as, you know, when they're in the yard and, you know, on a lead and stuff like that, they're so like, they're, they're so disciplined. And obviously it's, you know, I always say there's no such thing as a stupid dog. There's only a stupid owner. Yeah. Um, a dog is a reflection. Does that mean Khan is really stupid? Because <laughs> sometimes Kota is an absolute shit. I, I get a text from Khan the other day. Sorry. Bypassing to this story. Um, and he goes, has Kai started to lift his leg and pee yet? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because both of us, they were still squatting for quite a while. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then he goes, is he pissing everywhere? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, is he pissing on people? And I was like, um, no. He's like, I was just walking Koa and he just pissed on this lady, like just blunt walked up to her, lifted his leg and peed on him. I'm like, ah, only Khan's dog. Yeah, uh, well, my dog Milo, the brown, the chocolate Labrador, he gets a bit too excited and he's um, he at the beach, he's peed on a couple of like people's bags. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Said, that's a good one. See, like bags, I'm like, you know what? You you decided to leave your bag there. You're, yeah. you're an idiot. Yeah. But I'm like, people, I'm like, Khan, you got to sort your shit out. <laughs> yeah, he's um, he, he looks like he's a bit of a handful old coa, but look, you know, at the end of the day, like you just, they're, they're pretty simple animals. You, as long as you, they know that you're the leader of their wolf pack, um, and you give them structure. That's they're like children. They yeah. just need structure. You give them structure. You give them direction. You'll have a very, very good dog. Yeah, I don't know if the same's going to go for my child. It'll probably be a shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> so, in terms of um, in terms of looking at um, migrating north, you know, as we've said, you know, you've. You do have a pretty, you know, cool life. You, know, you 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 work with some amazing people, and yeah. obviously train in a, in a beautiful area. And you've got you know Poochie and you know Mitch is down in Goulburn. Um, what sort of time frames would you you guys be looking at at migrating? Would it depend upon this like COVID climate stuff, or we, what about like Mitch's like job and building and stuff? Like um, that? so he's wrapping up a couple builds at the moment, so it's it's good timing for us. We're probably looking at about Feb next year. Awesome. We're open for suggestions, so we literally <laughs> haven't chosen a spot. We we chose Byron. We really kind of wanted to move to Byron. Be, yeah. Enjoy the hippies, maybe grow out some armpit hair or something. <laughs> no, okay, too bad. Um, like, just go enjoy Byron Bay. It's actually proving to be really hard to find a place there. Rentals are impossible. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of um, opening it up, maybe Queensland, like Burley Head, maybe Sunshine Coast. We're literally open. Yeah. If anyone knows a good spot to move, who has building work and coaching work, like we're it. We're, we're literally... New, Newcastle's pretty good. <laughs> not warm enough. Yeah. We need to go further. 
Oh, no. Mate, it was 50 degrees on the weekend. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Um, yeah, no, uh, 100%. I guess um, I've lost my train of thought. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. Um, yeah. Oh, well, moving north. Yeah, yeah, that was the topic. Yeah, mo- moving north. Um, yeah, no, it's... Oh, that's what that's what I was saying. Yeah, get it together, Dallas. Uh, it's because I haven't eaten. Um, you know how when you go to Byron, a lot of people go to Byron, they're like, there's a special feeling to Byron. Like there, and there is. There's an energy. Have you ever done any research on what that is? No, and I feel like you have. Um, well, <laughs> like I was, I was pretty fortunate. I, I spent a lot of time in in Lennox and in Byron. Um, a girl that I was um, that I've previously dated was from Lennox, so yeah. we would travel up there at least once a, once a month, and you know all our holidays were spent up there. And her dad was the president of the Byron Bay Surf Club, and. Um, so yeah. can you find me a house? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much removed from their family. Um, yeah, seven, eight years ago. Um, but it's actually it was actually a, it's a sacred place both from um, sea the sea animals and also from the Aboriginal people. Okay. So so Byron Bay was actually a place that the um, that the that the Murrays and the Koori, um tribes would actually go to when they were ill and when they were sick. And also whales, whales, um, whales. I'm pretty sure it's whales and dolphins. Whenever they were sick, um, would 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 migrate to that part. There is something special. Do some research on okay, it. Okay, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Actually, no, I like it. It's actually it. pretty That's cool. cool. Um, so it, maybe I need to go and be, be like healed. And yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, most people are drawn like uh, are drawn to there because if I look a lot of the, I look at a lot of the people who. I know who have migrated there, mm. um, mainly from you know the Shire or from the eastern suburbs. Um, you know, get caught up in that corporate world. Yeah. Um, you know, doing rack every you know Friday and Saturday night yeah. every weekend and partying and and you know get yourself into a heap of credit card debt and whatever else. A lot of them find themselves in that place, and it is it's a place of healing. It literally is a place of healing. I like it, and it goes back to like you know um, Aboriginal, like uh, back to the Aboriginal There's like drink time. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it is a special place because even I know when I go there, I get that feeling of oh, just like slow I just, down. Yeah, I feel so 100%. feel so calm here. So it's not the people or the vibes or anything like that. It is that place. It is a secret. It is a, like a, sacred a, a, a sacred place. Yeah, yeah wow. it really is. That's so, amazing. so there could be a, a reason why you know that that place is, is, is calling you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> now I just need the property to call to me as well. <laughs> I'm like, hey guys, uh, yeah, we just need a property. We have two dogs. We need a really big garage for a gym. We're probably going to wake you up early when we train. <laughs> Can we please have the house? <laughs> well, well, I guess um, you know, putting your energy out into the world, I'm a big believer in it and it will, it will come back to you. But I guess reality, man, you have to look at timing. Like right mm. now, Byron Bay and the Gold Coast Buzzing. is the new Bali for Australians. 100%. So, um, so I guess when, you, when you're looking at it from that perspective, if it is such a if it is such a chilled and secret sacred place, and you went out there and had that experience, right now with the influx of people, is it still the same place? Do yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, hundred I look at it from that perspective. Um, you know, maybe it's a, a timing thing or, or mm. whatever else. So it's nice to put vibes out and get it back and and push for things, but you also do have to look at well. Okay, well, is it the right time? Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're super easy. Like, we're, I'll probably move down to, to Goulburn in February and then we're just going to uh, look for the right place. Like, we also I, – I live in a beautiful part of the world now, like on the northern beaches, so I don't want to be, like, downgrading as such from, from all the amazing things that I have here. So I don't want to move to, like, 
um, they have like one bedroom studio apartments for like a thousand bucks a week. And like, yes, you're in Byron, but are you living the lifestyle you want to live? Are you, no, you know, so it's, um, we don't want to make too much sacrifice so we can wait if we need to. Yeah, so, no, no. Yeah. It's, um, and, and as you said, like even like a little bit further, um, like the Casarina or, um, you know, even, you know, Kingscliff or, or yeah. something like that, that lower half of the Gold Coast, even Palm Beach, man, like Palm Beach is booming now. Like it used to be a bit of a, bit of a shithole like with housing commission and stuff like that where yeah. now it's 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 actually on a bit of a rise Chugan, Corumban, like mm. such beautiful parts of the world um obviously you know you'd have good contacts up there but yeah look I, i'm I, I know byron bay is a special place and and it is a reason but it just it, it does pain me that you know because people can't go to bali that they just influx these, mm. these places and I wouldn't know how it would feel being a local and having all these people there all the time. And yeah, yeah, It's yeah. kind of just taking the piss out of out of this their sacred place and their yeah, their, yeah, their, yeah. their place 100%. of healing. So, but yeah, no, definitely a good move. So, twenty twenty one, you know, looking to 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 move, relocate, have both you and Mitch in, in one place, have the have That'd the boys nice. together. Oh, how good! <laughs> and then uh, and then also. Uh, any news from from CrossFit HQ for 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 twenty twenty one? Has there been any events put up or anything They've like that? They've definitely set the dates of the open, which yep. are in Feb. Great, I'll just move at the same time as on. But that's <laughs> all right. Um, I used to stop my life for it, like when I first started CrossFit, and now I'm like, whatever, wherever I am, I can get it done. Um, but yeah, that's all they've put on as far as I know. I mean, there was talks of restarting regionals and stuff like that, but it's all just talk. So just the open. So whatever, I'll just get that done and, and see how as, we go. As I've, as I've said, like you, you're a bit of a, a bit of a, a staple now in, you know, the, the, the top echelon of, of the Australian and New Zealand or the Pacific, um, you know, CrossFit scene. What was it like for you going from, okay, you know, I know how, I know how stressful it is for you guys for the open to make that regional spot um was it a lot better for you as an athlete this this or this year or with the the sanctioned events and stuff like that as opposed to having to put your absolute life on the line for for the open to to make sure you qualify for regionals and then yeah you've got one weekend with regionals to, to 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 do your best to qualify for the games did you feel it took a lot of the pressure off not having that burden of the five weeks of the open and i mean i i've always been like a good per se open athlete like I never had to work that hard to make regionals like I was never on the bottom tier of making it so whereas I feel like the guys even great guys were it was very close so I was probably lucky in that respect that um like my fitness is always pretty good so I I could get in but then the worst thing for me was that regionals weekend one weekend those six workouts that's it like that was awful for me because I'm just like injury prone and um yeah, and then my bias is to my strength isn't fabulous, and like, I, you know, I've got a lot of weaknesses I still need to work on. But um, I really hate having the pressure of just that one weekend. So, <laughs> the the open pressure, fine. Regional pressure, no good. But um, then sanctionals was like, hey, if you feel good on this weekend, like you can go to, you know, or you can plan your season how you want to. If you want to go to Dubai and go do it, or if, and then you have a flunk and then you want to go do another comp like that's way better for me the fact that I can be like 
Oh, I was doing my training and my ankle, I always roll my ankles, <laughs> my ankle blew up and now I can't train. Like, hey, perfect. I'm going to put off this competition and go do another one. Like, yeah. I, I don't think um, that one weekend was fabulous for me or a lot of people just because, not even the pressure, but just because, you know, shit happens sometimes. People get injured and people overtrain or y- you feel terrible that weekend. Like, it's really cool to have multiple opportunities. That's a really cool way of, um, of, of looking at it because that is the unfortunate thing. You don't know in March or April whether you're going to have a rolled ankle, you're going yeah. to get fucking gastro. Like, you, yeah. you just don't know. And it. those things, hap- they just happen more, I mean, for a number of reasons, but they happen more coming up to that event because you are stressed and you are wrapping yourself in bubble wrap and stuff like that. And I literally had, like maybe like three years in a row something happened and that was because the pressure I was putting on myself and then so that literally happened so it was like two days out from regionals maybe two years ago and I broke my ankle and I was like what are the chances of that and then like the the one before I like did something in my back and and it's just because you put so much pressure on that that amount of time it's just ridiculous so and that's a uh, like as I said it's a really cool um outlook on it and I really liked what CrossFit did there because it, it does alleviate a lot of that pressure but then you do hear the vibrato for a lot, from a lot of people going, no, you got to bring regionals back. In your own point of view, and this is the way I look at it, do you feel like they want those people want regionals back because it's like their CrossFit Games? Like they, they might be yeah. a top thirty athlete or a top and forty athlete, peak. and that's their that's their time to shine in yeah. front of their home gym and stuff like that. Well, I think there's there's multiple ways to look at it. First of all, I think it would be good to bring it back for the vibe and the community aspect of it but then I also think that people need to understand if you're just trying to qualify for that part of it you need to understand that the CrossFit Games is ideally for the elite and so they don't want to just have an event that is going to be like people are just sliding in and and that's their top like yeah. the open is for those other people without yeah. like I don't want to make it sound like we're excluding everyone but at the same time it's like people need to understand that that, that is for the competitive people and yeah um, well if you look at it like if you look at any other sport whether you look at swimming rugby league you look at anything else they're not just going like, to give people a chance yeah, yeah, you know? yeah like yeah, <laughs> it's like if you're if you're not there to you know want to put on a blues jersey or play for the wallabies or the all blacks yeah. like what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And I think, um, I mean, that that was that's why it was okay back in the day because there wasn't that many um, amazing athletes as there is now. There's some freaks out there, but um, back in the day, it's like people were participating. You couldn't do a muscle up and stuff like that. That's not around anymore. So yeah. we don't need to open up that opportunity for those people to come and have a play. Like that's when you can go to your local comps and there's so much out there now there's so many amazing competitions that you can still do and like even scaled events are hardly scaled anymore like they're still so tough yeah, so yeah. um i i think that maybe they're they're trying to get that away from the this the, is for the, the community and yeah. this is for the elite and the competitive athletes which i think it's cool yeah it's but su- maybe i think it's cool because it's it's for me it's totally <laughs> and the people who it's not and they're just <laughs> underneath they're like yeah no it's not cool so hey i'm a bit biased <laughs> oh a hundred percent and and that's the um and i guess that's the difference like you look at people like you know yourself and jess like how like you guys have been at that regional level for such a long period of time as i said you know kind of you know staples in the top female um female you know crossfit crossfit athletes in in australia for pacific region 
Um, the other thing is, is that, you know, I'm going to go back over to the other side of the ditch. If you look at the top, like if you look at the, the top girls from New Zealand <laughs> itself. So good. Alethea Boone, Jamie Green, like yeah. itself, like it's stacked. Yeah, 100%. And there's a lot more girls coming up now that like haven't had the opportunity to compete um, that much and they were just up and coming. There's there's some amazing girls out there. So Have you um have you ever done an open over in New Zealand? No. But I trained a fair bit of time when I go back to Auckland with the guys from East Tamaki and like Man, those girls are awesome. Like even just their is that their, like jo, their, jo Neville and stuff like that? Uh Jolene, no, Jolene, no, so, yeah. but she's amazing too. She just had a baby and she's yeah. crushing it. Yeah. Um no, the the guys at East Tamaki, they were Zach's pack. Oh, Zach's pack. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. all them. So uh, I got like, I got super um, I got super drunk with Big Zach at the yeah. seventeen after party. Zach will get drunk with anyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big man. I don't know how he did CrossFit. He's I so know. big. I know, right? Yeah, but all that, like their gym and their vibe, they've just got like their level of, it's like that gym you would walk into and be like, I don't want to be in, like intimidated coming to a new gym, but they're just their baseline level of athletes is so amazing. So just going over there and and training with some of them, like. Well, how would you, because has you, you know, you were um, at Active, which was a, a dominating force in the Australian CrossFit you know seen for a long period of time yeah. both you know at one stage i think you guys had like three regional teams and then yeah, you, know, you got like the, starry year. patty fitzsimons yeah. chad like there's just <gasps> so good. just stacked coach perry um and then obviously you know you've gone over with wall and um the guys at, at active what what would that comparison be like you know would would um would east hammock be be like active in, in its prime yeah oh 100 yeah. like they could like their depth of athletes is massive so if you said you needed to get through like three teams together like a lot of um a lot of the time people will be like yeah we have like say like eight to ten really like great athletes these guys are like yeah we have probably like you know 12 to 15 in our pool <laughs> and I'm like that's amazing like yeah. and that's up to them like they've developed so many of those people and um got great programming and everything like that so yeah that's that's um, that's super cool i'd be Uh, intimidated to go there and and open with them far out which means i probably should do that (laughs) now for people that don't know cross um crossfit the sport um was 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 based off um olympic weightlifting gymnastics and obviously metabolic conditioning um your background was gymnastics right yeah that's yeah did, did you find crossfit as an SNC program for your gymnastics, or were you kind of already past your gymnastics days? When I you was found well. I think people are past their gymnastics days at like the age of twelve. They <laughs> cut you out anyway. <laughs> then I was a swimmer, um, and then I literally just um, what event did you do? Has swimming? swimming? Yeah. I was a sprinter. Yeah. I was a fifty free, fifty fly, maybe yeah. hundred free. Yeah, Respect. yeah, yeah. You're yeah, sore as yeah, well. Dog. I didn't know that. Yeah, look at these shoulders, yeah. mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your traps almost just poking in the eye. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, I, I literally competitive swimming, competitive gymnastics. I was just looking for something that gave me that routine and, and found CrossFit and, um, but in saying that the, the gymnastics gave me a lot of body awareness. It didn't give me all the skills that like, you don't do a muscle up in, in gymnastics. You don't the transition. like, and it still took me a long time to learn. Um, and, um, so it, I had coaching knowledge as well when I, I was younger, when I was at high school, I always coached gymnastics and stuff like that. 
but um, it didn't give me a lot of the, the CrossFit skills. It, the, the CrossFit skills are learned through CrossFit. You never see gymnasts doing toes to bar. You're doing <laughs> like strict leg raises and stuff like that. So sure, it's going to help develop you. But um, like CrossFit is a skill in itself. So 100%. And that's a, a, a big misconception when people are like, oh, that's not um, a kipping pull-up or a butt-up. That's, that's not a pull-up. Well, I'm like, well, it is because it's sports-specific. Yeah, 100%. If you, if you want to do that movement when you're racing a clock, yeah. the most efficient, best way to do that movement yeah, sure. is the butterfly. Yeah, yeah. And it's very, uh, like I have these conversations still with people because it, oh, CrossFit injures people. I'm like, dude, I fucking roll my ankle on a gutter. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> cross, like CrossFit. I'm like, your coach and your gym injures you, not or your your lack of knowledge and therefore yeah, your, what you're doing in the yeah. gym. So you need to be in the right space and have the right coach and you should not be getting injured. <laughs> was Active the first gym you went into, Hats? Um, I actually went to CrossFit Sydney. Oh, wow. Um, which was, it was like downstairs in a little dungeon. Oh, I've so said this bad. story a couple of times, but I went to do the class and they had thrusters and they gave me an empty bar, couldn't handle it. So they gave me a stick. So I did the thrusters <laughs> on a stick and then afterwards they had a little couch kind of like out the front of the gym. I had to sit there for about an hour because I thought I was going to die like everyone's what was it? What was the first CrossFit workout? I don't know. Did? Like it was thrusters and that's all I remember. But then I called my mom crying and I was like, I just did the hardest thing. Um, it was called CrossFit. And she's like, okay, we well, have two choices. You sounded like you embarrassed the shit out of yourself. I was like, I did. She said, you can either um, never show up again or like keep showing up and crush it. And I chose never to show up again. Yeah. <laughs> Until two weeks later, I felt really bad. And I thought that the screwed up thing that I did was really actually kind of, I, I liked it. Like we all do. We think the hard shit's good fun. So yeah. then I ended up turning turn back up. Did you go back to CrossFit again. Sydney? Yeah, 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 yeah. I trained there for a couple of years. And, is that, is um, that Andy? Andy? Yes, Andy? yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And um he was great. He was really good in just um, teaching skills. And I became a coach there very quickly. And the way that they coached things back then was awesome. I learned so much from... Because um, he was like one of the top first three CrossFit Yeah, yeah, in yeah. They were, they were the originals. And like they just had a lot of people coming in the doors. And um, they, were, they were never afraid to be teaching all different types of skills. Like there's so much... like kettlebell skills because he loved all that sort of stuff there was a lot of like rope climbing there was nothing that was left sort of untouched so it was really good for for me like from a coaching perspective um just learning so much about how to teach all types of athletes or all levels of athletes um all different types of skills so it was a really good base for me from the start um and then it just wasn't a super competitive gym and that's why my step to to active took place i kind of was there for a couple years and then realized i want to compete and that's kind of not their vibe and so then because that is a that is a well and truly community based gym. Yeah, hundred percent. And like that's totally cool, but it didn't line up with where I decided I wanted to be. So, so um, how did you actually make the the transition across to active? Because for people who don't live in Sydney, um, CrossFit Sydney's in Alexandria, um, and then active is all the way on the other side of the Harbour Bridge. I did Bridge. a lot of driving yeah. <laughs> to get to training. I think I literally was just. Uh, like I competed at regionals and I just looked around and was like, who's the most dominant like team from Sydney and was like, that's where I'm going. Yeah. Like these are the top guys from that gym. That's, that's my choice. Or I was like, Oh, I can go somewhere a little bit closer. And I was like, I don't care. What was your, um, what was the first year you qualified for regionals? Ooh, I think it was 2012. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> That's a long time ago. <laughs> Ten years. Were, were no, you five? I know, yeah. <laughs> I was a toddler. It was great. Um, yeah, and that, that's when they did the cuts. So I don't think I did like the whole regionals weekend. And actually, funnily enough, um, I went there just by myself because I didn't have a coach. I didn't have anything. Wow. And Sean, where we are now at the Mona gym, Sean Cousins was there. Didn't know him. He rocked up and I was like warming up for a handstand push-up event and like I had so much adrenaline I've never competed before and I'm doing like 700 handstand push-ups in my warm-up I'm like man I feel so good I'm just I'm just killing it he's like hey buddy uh do you need some help like is anywhere (laughs) anyone here to like help coach you this weekend I'm like nah nah I'm just you know here to steal my thing and so he helped me out which is really funny I was like he's kind of like my first semi coach to just help me around and now I'm like working for him 10 years later or whatever that's crazy yeah it was awesome but yeah I think I got cut that weekend um because yeah I don't know whatever it was I think deadlifts and something got me good so <laughs> well shout out to sean cousins and the yeah, Mona gym thanks, bro. this this place is uh, absolutely uh amazing i walked in here and i was like holy crap this is probably the nicest and coolest crossfit gym or gym, functional fitness gym that i've ever been in and it's so cool i feel like back in the day it was all right to have um like crossfit gyms are like a bit ruthless like if things were dirty and the plates were broken it's like who cares let's just lift this shit you know like it was that was just the vibe of crossfit it was like people's old garages and now it's like people want more so yeah there's like beautiful plants around and there's you know like timber walls and like it's you can make it nice but then do you respect it more now obviously doing like you know building stuff with mitch like do you look at like those those feature oh, walls and stuff like that stuff. And go, oh that's that's i nice. love that stuff but then also it goes the other way too you're like oh is that what they've decided to do with the skirt or like <laughs> you're like shut up like that's not plum that's yeah, out yeah, two yeah, mil yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like actually it's funny you say that because um i think it was for the maybe no it kind of been for the games whatever competition it was I was with Mitch and then he was setting up my rings and he got a level out to check if the rings were level. I'm like, everyone just stands back and like eye, eyeballs it and he got a level out. He's like, what? I always do that. I was like, all right, you're, uh, you're a real nutter. He's uh, getting a level out he, to, to check the rings. That's boss. I love that shit. Yeah. Don't worry, babe. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. So good. And um, I guess... Um, you know, it is. You were speaking to me before. I guess I know. I said that you were speaking <laughs> to me before that this is probably the the best community of of um, of customers and and athletes in this gym that you've that you've ever been around. Yeah, from a coaching perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I so I often I train out of um, athletic in Brookvale, so I guess I get the vibes of training partners and and friendships from there but um yeah just working at the motor gym and how welcoming their community has been is just amazing um uh, yeah i just because sean's a sean's basically a, a almost like a pioneer of crossfit as well like, yeah 100%. He's, he's one of the the ogs yeah exactly he bought he was back there in 2012 hiding somewhere and <laughs> coaching me um yeah but just the community community they have created here is amazing and i think it's as well just like a northern beaches thing in sydney everyone's very relaxed like you know when they finish a class they're going for a swim before they go to work and they're like happy to do that and they're very chill so because the because um, Mo- nice. mona beach would literally just be across Bar- yeah, Bar- yeah, we're like, Road, right? we're yeah. like four minutes away yeah, yeah it's, it's a, really close it's a it's an awesome spot here so yeah. if you are in this area 
drop in. Come to my classes, yeah, guys. Come to come to Hazza's <laughs> classes. Um, I guess uh, we'll start looking at wrapping this up, Hazza. Um, what's the? Um, you want to give some shout outs to anyone? Yeah, for sure. Oh, first of all, I always have to shout out to my best friend, but Kel, because she's always like, yeah, like she's she's my sponsor. She cooks food for me at home. She looks after me. Um, first and then second, I guess, to Dallas. Thank you. <laughs> He's been helping me out. Um, I made the step into to wanting to help. Um, like promote myself and and build a bit more of a business together and he's been super helpful with that and getting me on board with some amazing brands and uh i think i said to you like oh i'm thinking about like maybe you could help me out and he think i i think the text back was like about time <laughs> <laughs> so no, um, thank you harry I, I really appreciate that and um yeah it, it is like you you're such a um you're such a like you're an amazing athlete you're a very marketable athlete but you're also just a really cool person to deal with like and that's the <laughs> that's the i guess the the easiest thing about what i do with the guys who i have on board is you're all quite similar you're just absolute savages at what you do but just super super cool and as i said earlier it, it, it really um it means a lot to me that you put that trust in me to to help benefit your life and 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 be there for you guys and i'm so excited for 2021 but um yeah thank you i really appreciate that that's good yeah and i guess a shout out i've been jumping on board with the guys from revival which is a a, like sort of i'm gonna say up and coming um protein uh company which have been or supplement company that have been um just super easy with me you know and and i'll be like hey we should make this they're like okay we'll put it we'll put it into um yeah we'll make that happen tomorrow i'm like yeah, oh yeah. hell yes yeah. so, shout out to zach and the team at oh, revival so good absolute legends yeah, yeah they've been they've been fantastic and then not as of today but as of recent a big shout out to yeti which if uh been excited to jump on board for some um 2021 sort of ventures there's yeah, there's yeah. stuff so i just got a be- big bag of goodies yeah shout um, out to, so. to to chad to chad nelson um and the crew at, at yeti australia and and yeti um you know looking after after um sean the cowboy sweeney um and were nice enough to hook harriet uh jess uh myself up with some um some stuff and they're looking at some well-being stuff for the, for 2021 and Ooh, yeah. super excited to to have our guys you know a part of that that journey that's mad yeah. yeah they've been so great and so yeah i'm just excited to to get some people on board and and um makita was still waiting for you yeah. <laughs> Makita, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 nah, but yeah we're just excited to get some more people on board but um i think everything that i've done with dallas so far has been more about um oh, maddie maddie at my macro chef as well yeah he hooked yep. me up with a, a ton of meals but everyone's been super um like with them super understanding like hey what's going to work for you um is this going to line up with what you want? And that has been amazing. So I, I've just really appreciated. Well, has a, my business, my business motto is doing good shit with uh, doing cool shit with cool people for the greater good. And, <laughs> um, I think, you know, I think, you know, like, you know, from, so whether it be yourself, whether it be Jess, whether it be Sean, whether it be Nathan and, and Josh Katz, um, you know, the guys who I get to deal with and, 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 and help and assist. Yeah. Like it's, it's not a job for me. Yeah. Like I have a chat with you and it's, Yes, there is strategic, you know, ways of looking at how we, you know, connect with the brand or whatever else. But I enjoy talking with all you guys, awesome. so I don't really see it like you know as a job. And you know, even the guys that have come on board, like Zach from from the Day Dot, 
um, was just an absolute legend to deal mm. with. Maddie from My Macro Chef. Um, Chad Nelson from Yeti he's based over in Austin, Texas got up at like 3 o'clock in the morning to have a chat with with myself and with Sean Sweeney and it's just um, it's amazing to do cool shit with cool people for the greater good yeah and all those people are doing exactly that so it's been it's been yeah, just a pleasure. To, and that's crazy because I, I fully see you as a Yeti athlete. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Not as a Yeti, I, as a Yeti athlete. Yeah, <laughs> I literally like uh, when you started mentioning them, it was actually quite funny because Mitch and I were on another adventure somewhere and we we're like, we could totally have like a bottle with us now and we could be bringing this bag that has all our stuff in it for the day and our <laughs> snacks. Um, so we were like, that's 100%. And then it was like that day that I'd spoken to you like for all of 10 seconds and he's like, when are we getting it? <laughs> Yeah, nah, all that stuff has been amazing and just lined up so well with everything I'm about. Yeah, well has I'm um I'm super excited for, for twenty twenty one. Um you know, I I think you, you you've got some big things coming and obviously it's gonna make life a hell of a lot easier when, when yourself and Mitch are under the one roof for Ooh. longer periods of time. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got some cool people on board already. We've got some good things in the pipeline. Yeah. Um, but where can where can people find you at? I oh someone's asked me this before and I think my Instagram handle is at Harry Roberts. <laughs> I think it's just my name. I'm not too sure. You can't you, you see the photo, you can't miss her. She's an absolute woman. <laughs> and I also have a a, a website, HarrietRoberts.com.au. There's a ton of awesome um, ton of there's a little bit information about me but there's awesome programs on there so i have some online programs of my own some gymnastic stuff or a lot of people always shout out for some one-on-one programming and um i guess i always like to tell people that above and almost beyond myself as an athlete i i love coaching and um that's a big um part of me is is coaching and I, th- I think that sounds awful. I'm a fantastic coach. Yeah, I am. you are a great coach. Um, yes. So, uh, yeah, I have a lot of, you know, one-on-one clients and stuff like that. So if, if you need a hand, you can't get that movement, whatever. I've been in the, um, I've been in the CrossFit, CrossFit world for a long time. So I'm your girl. And also <laughs> with, uh, is your seminar sold out for, su- for Sunday? Yes. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, um, but if you want a seminar at yeah. your gym, <laughs> um, literally you can just give me a buzz. Um, and has, has you and cover, do you cover everything in a, in a seminar? Or, so or do you, these do you, are gymnastic seminars, yep. but I normally cater to um, whatever the gym in particular wants to focus on. So this weekend is actually just a muscle-up seminar. So we go ring and bar muscle-ups. Awesome. Um, but then if you have people who just want to learn toes to bar, kipping pull-ups, this, that, I normally cater. I say, hey, what, what do you guys want? Uh, like, what do you want? And then we have a couple, like, two-hour seminars. Um, yeah, and it's just a really good way to... to not a crash course but just get some intense in-depth time doing those skills that you're not going to get in class like when you have that person who's like and how'd you do that and you're like well i got one minute to show you how to do this shit so it's really good to just get that and then i also have um i always get the coaches jumping on that stuff too yeah awesome um because i just like to show them the way that i coach and then they can always help their athletes after that so it's not a dead end for them yeah if if you're looking to improve on anything um i'm a big you know big believer in subject matter experts and you know has as a you know a black belt in in gymnastics and and definitely in crossfit and definitely with coaching um and the link to your website on your instagram yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and the website itself is harrietroberts.com oh, harrietroberts.com.au <laughs> miss roberts let's go get a feed you're amazing thank you very much See you.
Thank you for listening, Legends. Make sure you like and subscribe on all your podcasting platforms and head over to Instagram and check us out at ToThePoint underscore podcast. To The Point.